Yo, what's up, everybody? You're tuned into the Chicano Podcast. This is being brought to you by Chicano. This is also being brought to you by Chocast. And yours truly, uh, Pelon. I'm your host today. Uh, we have a special, 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 special guest today uh, by the name of Marcus Gruwell. Uh, he's got a podcast as well. It's on YouTube. And, uh, what's up, Marcus? Hey, brother. How's it going, Steve? Happy to be yeah. here today. It's good. It's good. It's good. We had a little bit of trouble this morning getting you on. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I'm all, I'm still pretty new to, you know, Spotify. I'm not so much Spotify, but Anchor and whatnot and you know, all these types of branding. So I'm getting the hang of it, but uh, I'm glad to finally get it because I'm I'm not as technologically uh, savvy as I thought I was. <laughs> it's a really uh, good platform. Uh, you know, I mean, for all my listeners out there, I mean, I don't ever do commercials. I don't ever, uh, I'm not, I, nobody sponsors me, um, you, know, art, you know, but for anybody that is interested, you know, getting into podcasting, I mean, it's, it's been how I've, I've actually gotten to where I'm at over the last going on two years now. Now, um, I know that you, you're doing really good. And um, you're you're doing it through YouTube, yeah. And YouTube has a totally, totally, totally different um, uh, audience, and um, it has a different uh, strength just because it's video. Um, can can you tell everybody a little bit about like you know you uh, or, or 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 your podcast or like you know what 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 you're doing with uh, you know your partner because you're over there with um with with his name is Jose, right? His name's Juan. Juan. Juan, Juan. Yeah. So tell us, tell us about you and Juan's, uh, you know, deal over there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll do a little bit of combination of me and then the podcast. Yeah. So I uh, was born in Peru, uh, lived here, uh, came here as a kid, well, a kid as a baby, lived here all my life. I never really like thought too much about, you know, native identity, and, you know, you know, indigenous people till I got older, like in graduate school, undergrad, college. Um, I connected with Juan through a, a an indigenous Facebook group on, um, and we just had a lot of things in common, things that we were sharing. And, uh, we thought like, okay, why don't we create a YouTube channel and see where it goes? Um, and we made a lot of steady progress, but you know, Juan's a really great guy. Um, you know, he lives in Alabama. He's a, he wrote a book. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of that book. <laughs> I could easily look it up though. Uh, but yeah, we, we just have a lot of things in common as far as, um, you know, Native American rights and, you know, watching out for people and kind of like lifting the veal off of like the direction of the majority of Native American people, particularly, you know, south of the, the U.S. border, Mexico, Central South America. Um, we cover a lot of, um, you know, topics as far as colonialism, um, you know, talking about uh, colonizers, you know, oppression, um, a lot of issues regarding you no know, government um you know, problems with, you know, genocide, um, and just overall just waking people up into realizing that, you know, with the whole like mestizo, uh, and all the other labels that are placed on us by the government, uh, and other people higher up that, you know, we are indigenous, um, majority of us are, you know, particularly in Mexico and South America, of course, you got certain countries that, 
maybe aren't as indigenous or like Uruguay or Argentina, but majority of the countries are. So we just try to wake up as many people as we can. We, we put a lot of content out that I think a lot of people like. Um, we just put out a, a war game like a, between like Aztecs and Spaniards and uh, the Incan Empire and Spaniards and just showed how um, how powerful, you know, native indigenous people were with their armies and the, you know, the, the uh, quantitative, uh, I mean, talking quantitatively about uh, how many people there were, you know, because historians always talk about, uh, you know, superior European firepower or the diseases, which, you know, diseases played a big part. Um, but they never really talk about how just how many Native American, you know, indigenous allies there were. And um, so I just think a lot of our history is overlooked. So that's another you know point that we try to bring out to the world. Um, by just how powerful, you know, our civilizations were when we talk about Tino Shetlan, uh, the Incan Empire, um, Mayans, and, you know, just everyone else, you know, North America, Central and South America. So, yeah, man, we're doing our best to try to reach out. Um, and I, I feel like we're on steady progress, but that's where we are. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, you, I mean, you have a, um, you got a good thing going. I know that um, originally, I saw one of your videos and I'm not sure if I just, you know, was, you know, just jamming through YouTube, uh, you know, trying to look for some content. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what happened uh, because um, I saw something and then I want to say that, you know, sometimes the way advertising really works, it's like, you know, the medium is the message. You know, it's like if you lie enough, like these 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 uh, people in, in in power, right? Mm -hmm. We're talking about hegemony the other day. They could they could tell us lies uh, every day. You know, you're a, a mutt. You're you're ain't worth nothing. Your people are powerless. Yeah. And if they continue to put that message in your head, it it becomes a reality. So um, where I was actually going with this, I'm, I'm, I'll go into all these tangents, man. Yeah. You have a really good. Uh, but like oh, what happened good. is, is I, I think I saw it on Facebook and I was like, oh, damn, somebody else likes the same thing I like. <laughs> and, I mean, really, man, you y'all you have a good show. I mean, to, to do the correct plug. What, what's the name of your YouTube channel, man? Yeah. Indigenous podcast. That's what we're called. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Sweet, man. So so this is very interesting. So you got the indigenous podcast and you got the Chicano podcast. Uh -huh. You know, a bit of leveraging together because really, you know, we both are, uh, you know, indigenous, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like you said, and um, that is pretty much, that's why I think that, um, you know, I like your videos. I crack up with, um, you know, your partner. He's, he's so funny. Man. He is, <laughs> he's hilarious. I, you know, like yeah. I said, I, I can't wait till, you know, we actually, you know, have something, you know, where we're, where we understand each other's uh, persona a little bit better. That way we can, laugh uh and do all this stuff together but yeah man um i i, I really like a lot of the stuff that y'all do because um the podcast is so easy for me um just because i don't know man i've, I've thought about these kind of things um time and time again so a lot of it like i said man it's just ad-libbing and um just kind of you know before i get on I'll, I'll look at a couple of things over and then i'll be like yeah you know i mean this is I'm ready for it. You know, it's like a test that you didn't really have to study for. You know, you've been thinking yeah. about it over, over and over again, or you've had that fight, uh, like on Facebook, because we're 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 a part of some of the same groups on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. We are. 
Yeah, and I was going to add on to real quick that, you know, it's good that, you know, Juan's Mexican. He was born in Mexico, lives in the U.S. I was born in Peru, so we're both from, like, you know, really two major areas in South America and obviously got Mexico. So put our brains together. And he's actually a part of a, a tribe, a Guachichil tribe, which is in, like, northern Mexico, a little bit central north. So um, he's really big into genealogy and figuring out his roots you know for me since i was adopted it's a little bit harder but uh yeah you were adopted yeah yeah i was adopted uh six months um you know i lived in the midwest I, there really weren't many people you know sort of like indigenous people around me it was very uh, mostly mm -hmm. white and black uh society that it was raised in um I could go on and on, man, but it's, it is interesting. You know, I, I'm fortunate to be here because I know life in Peru, if I wasn't adopted, uh, it would not have been good for me. Um, so, so th this is what I guess what I'm, I wanted to ask sure. is, I mean, if you were, you were adopted, I mean, you, obviously it sounds like maybe um, there's a, there, there, there's like a passionate side to this uh, waking up or this, um, Oh yeah. You know, what you're doing right now like i mean when when did that start to change for you as as, as being a you know an adopted uh you know kid into a you know a a, a a family that probably didn't teach you some of the stuff that you're you're you're, you're learning sure um i think it when i was it's when i was a young kid is when something really opened up to me and uh i think it was, my father was showing me a, a beauty pageant picture it was like hey look you know the person who won miss world or something was from peru I was like, oh, awesome. I finally get to see people that look like me, you know, as a little kid. And then I see the picture and it's a very, very white looking woman, you know, not even black hair. I'm not saying like no offense to her, like, you know, grad she wanted money. And she, uh, you know, I was like, what the heck? I was like, this isn't someone that looks like me. And then that's when I, and I looked more into like the other uh models of Peru and whatnot, not that I'm being like a weird kid, but uh, they all like were, you know, European looking. I was like, where the heck are the people that look like me? I thought this was Peru. And then right. that's when I realized like the, you know, the imperial, not so much imperialism, but just how, how white skin is very much favored in Peru. And it's not just Peru, like the society. And it's funny because the people, you know, I guess we call them Criollos, European people are a very, very, very small minority in Peru in particular, but in other, a lot of other countries like, you know, Mexico, uh, Guatemala, all over, but they are favored over, you know, indigenous people. And like, what, what's up mm -hmm. with that noise, you know? And I, 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 I it's, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, and it, it's all about like colonization, like the favor of like white skin, uh, learning more about like the, the current culture of Central and South America is not really uh, good for indigenous people in, in certain aspects. Like as far as like I, Juan and I, we, Juan told me how like people talk about the Indio and all these negative terms that, you know, people use with that word, uh, particularly in Mexico and a lot of other places in Central America. And it makes it feel like it's almost bad to be that, to be indigenous or looked down upon and, you know, to favor white skin. It was, it was really, uh, you know, sad. Um, so that's one of the other directions that Juan and I want to like go about is just like, you know, being proud of, you know, who you are. Um, because obviously right now the direction of the, you know, this current culture, you know, South of us is 
does not favor that so much. I mean, you have the, uh, I think the woman south of Mexico, uh, she's from, uh, I forgot where, but a really indigenous province. Um, what was her name? But she's, you know, getting some attention. But uh, yeah, man, if you look at all the, the models of people in the media, TV, television, it's all the, the Criollo people um, all throughout Peru. What is it called? Um, I forgot what that, the, the, the main TV show, like the name of the brand, but I just am aware that it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Like, like the novellas yeah. that, that our grandmas watch. Uh, you know, we, you know, I mean, I, hey, listen, I, I'm, 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 I noticed it when I was young too. I'm like, where's my, my, my grandma is watching all these white people on TV. Yeah. Those are, like, you know, like these are just little things that little kids. So I guess where I, I was, I wanted to ask you this, man. So you grew up with this family mm. and, uh, you know, your, your, your taunt, you know, kind of like, you know, whatever, you know, that, that family is, you know, obviously not, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, one of, you know, I guess, uh, Hante or Rasa or, you know, Peruvian or, you know, can't teach anything about culture, sure. I guess. is what I'm talking about. But, but, but you look like us. So like, I mean, you didn't, you didn't ever feel the, the, the racism, um, you know, when, when you were younger, you didn't go through any, um, instances, uh, cause a lot of my listeners are like, you know, let's just say, you know, a lot of them are in Los Angeles, for sure. example, or, or the West yeah. Coast. A lot of these people, you know, they hate police because the police, you know, will straight, you know, pull your ass over just like a black mm -hmm. man. You know, they'll, you know, they'll start frisking you like, Hey, where's the drugs? Where, well, you know, Hey, where's your insurance? And, you know, they just treat us totally different. So what I'm asking you, you didn't you didn't go through any of that? That's you a good know? question, man. You know, I went through small instances of like racism where I got picked on one time as like a kid for like having dark skin. Um and I had another issue uh when I grew up when I was like at McDonald's. Well, I was a little kid actually, never mind. And this woman like came up to me and like grabbed my shirt and she was like, Hey, why'd you uh you know do something to my daughter? Like she thought I pushed her or something. And then she started, like, started yelling at me. And I was like only four years old. And then like her daughter came up to me and she told me that, that I wasn't the right kid. And I was just another kid that looked like him. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it wasn't me. It was that. It was that being her over there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then she was, you know, white. And the kid, her girl was white. But to be very honest with you, man, like, I feel that adopted, you know, our brothers and sisters that are adopted are have a much, you know, you know, different lifestyle growing up, you know, and have a different perception on, on life um, than those that, you know, in LA that are, are around their brothers and sisters more grow, grow up with, you know, um, in LA, the bigger cities and whatnot, because from what I understand, a lot of us that are adopted grow up in some somewhat conservative, um, you know, white family, Neighborhoods. Yeah, neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you were shielded from the from the from the from the issues that I'm talking about. That that's cool. I mean your yeah. your parents took care of you. They kinda almost like, you know, codified you in a way. I can't remember the word uh that that, that I used to use uh you know with my little brother because he he was homeschooled mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, he's he's um you know, I forgot when he's kinda like, you know, they, they he's protected. Yeah, you know, from 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 hung out into the world or outside. And I was like, you know, it's got its advantages, but you know, Hey mom, you know, that's kind of, 
you know, you're kind of isolating them. And I don't know what word it is, but it's it's almost like um, you're not allowing them, you know, to, 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 to be with other people and stuff like that. So, no, 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 I get it. I just wanted to ask for um, for perspective because that leads me into, um, you know, like how I guess you're you're waking up is, is, has come alive. Now you want to know where you come from mm-hmm. and you want to know who you are and you're taking all the, the right steps in doing it. And you're also doing it with other people. So my next question is, is with what you're doing, like, especially on your podcast and you have people um, that are actually giving you feedback. Do you think that like, you know, in particular, cause um, I guess Juan, Juan would, Juan would consider himself a Chicano, right? I, I, you know, to be very honest with you, I never asked him. So I'd have to get his opinion. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, he, was, he was a, a Mexicano that was born here, aquí in the, Estados, in the United States, He was right? born in Mexico. But he, he, oh, well. he grew up in Alabama. So him and I okay. have like, kind of like similar. Sorry, you didn't finish what you were saying. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. I, a lot of times I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm just agreeing with you. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he uh, was born in Mexico, but, you know, he grew up in Alabama. So, you know, the South is mm-hmm. uh, a lot more different than, like I said, a lot of where our brothers and sisters, you know, grew up in, in L.A. and, uh, you know, certain bigger cities, you know, he's not from a very huge, I mean, a, a mid-sized town um, called Huntsville. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, Huntsville, Huntsville, Alabama, yeah. So him and I, I think, come from, like, almost uh, a little bit similar society, you know, mostly, you know, white. And I think there's a bigger black population in Alabama than in this city where I'm from. Um, but to be honest with you, I, I didn't, I never asked him that question. What we, no, 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 it, it's cool. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of people that were brought up here or, you know, I mean, you know, if their status is, you know, legal or whatever, I mean, I would never tell anybody because mm-hmm. some people are real picky on, uh, you know, terminology and stuff like that and, and whatever. Sure. I, I mean, they're all labels, we're all yeah. the same, but you know, some people really have a lot of pride. Um, you know, and actually being a Chicano, you know, like, you know, hey, man, um, there was a civil rights movement, you know, hey, yes, we're Native Americans. Yes, we're indigenous. But at the same time, you know, we all kind of grew up the same and we're proud of that. You know, there's a certain kind of culture like with the Lolos and, you know, Cholos and Cholas and the, the words that we use, the vernacular, you know, the kind of clothes that we wear sometimes, you know, back oh, in yeah. the day, ironing the dicky slacks the the coaster shoes they looked like in corduroids and you know putting the tres flores in your hair and looking at the same kind of movies that were like you know blood in and blood you know there's just this culture to being chicano and yes we we know where we're from but a lot of society like you said you know it teaches us that like no no you're very you're mixed like dude on my last episode and, and and you did one on it too you know we're we're supposedly supposed to have this um desire to be european that's why we watch these shows or you know i call it hegemony because i think that television is a big factor in you know how we we view ourselves you know like what you were saying like you know why why don't why don't we represent why don't we have models that look like like Mm -hmm. us you know why why do they always got to be european i mean native americans aren't on tv and if they are it's it's tonto You know, it's, it's stupid, though. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, man. And it's it's sad, you know, but it's the people, the bigwigs that run the show. And a lot of those bigwigs, particularly, you know, in Central South America are Criollo. Um, so they want to push this status that, you know, 
white skin's better. I mean, I'm sure they got like companies, makeup companies and all that stuff that, you know, pays them to say this, um, but makes them money. So that makes like all these, you know, makeup, make, make your skin look whiter, make all those companies, you know, looks better. Um, and again, you know, the, the mestizaje culture itself, I personally believe is quite, you know, Eurocentric, um, really not really praising indigenous you know, features or anything like that. I mean, again, like you look at the cultures and how everything's like put together around Central and South America, it's always like down talking, you know, the indigenous people, especially those in tribes you know, in rural areas as well. Um, and it's a thing that needs to change. You know, I think there's a small like difference between Juan and I and Juan's very much, you know, about, you know, changing the identity and the, the culture and whatnot. And I'm also on that board. I mean, I'm I'm on that ship too. But for me, like, I also want to give us power as well, which I'm sure Juan is too. But I really want to give us, you know, once we wake enough of our brothers and sisters up, like, what really triggered me into doing this was the the forced sterilizations of our brothers and sisters, particularly in tribes mm -hmm. in the United States. Mm -hmm. You can you know, in California, I'm sure you're aware when that was going on. Like, I don't know, like the 19, 1900s. But even in Peru, and it was indigenous people, and that's when I was like, "All right, like that's it," uh, and that's when that that final string like broke, man. And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna try and wake as many people up as I can, and give us the the deserved political power that we need to really change things." And those are steps that you know I'm I'm taking, but again, it is one step at a time. Um, so, so you do believe we live in an oppressive society? Yeah, I mean, look at what's going on in the, the reservations and whatnot. You know, um, look at the—I mean, <laughs> a lot of people, you know, such as I, that don't have any connections to tribes, like the government, um, really wants to make sure you stay in the position that you are. Like, they don't want you identifying as indigenous. Like, they—they're either afraid that you're going to want benefits or you're going to like have some sort of uh, power against them. Um, now, in, in an oppressive society, I think to some extent, like for me, like I told you, man, I, I, I think it really depends on the person in particular uh, because I was a, but my situation's different, you know, because I was adopted. I never had that many issues with racism. Like I had a lot of my white friends growing up. Um, and I, because I don't want to say that my life is difficult because it really, it was not for the most part. Um, but of course, I, I don't speak for others, you know, like, of course, they, they lived in societies that were much that, you know, would be oppressive. Um, you know, people not letting them have jobs because of their last names or like how they look. Of course, man. Um, but for me personally, like my life was not extremely difficult. I mean, like, yeah, people are always like hesitant to ask me like I was adopted if I know my parents and whatnot. But it, it's things that don't bother me, man. Like I'm it's no, it sounds like. Your yeah, parents they love you. It sounds like your parents took care of you, and it sounds like your parents uh, shielded you from all the ugliness. Uh, you know, they tried to do their best in just, you know, making sure that, you know, you knew uh, what they uh, wanted to instill in you, which was probably, you know, your your, your education. I mean, you're, you're, you have like a, a four-year college degree or a master's yeah. with you're educated, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say I'm, I'm, I know a lot, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, I have my undergraduate degree and then I have my master's degree. Um, so. Right. And that's very, I mean, listen, listen, listen. 
that's that's impressive, uh, you know, coming from any standpoint of anybody. And, and I, 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 I welcome education. I, I believe in education, and I want to make that a point. It's not something uh, we should just sweep under the rug. I mean, you're one of us. Um, but at the same time, you're educated, so you can do the math. You can do the numbers. You can look at the inequality. You can look at the oppression. You can look at the news, and you can see – who the cops are killing. You can see who's getting the bank loans. You can see who owns the land. You can see who's being locked up. This carceral sure. problem, this, this is probably a commodity. Uh, you know, I mean, they're making money on us left and right. Um, and it's on the, 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 the oppressive uh, way, um, not the good positive way. I mean, they're putting up more prisons mm -hmm. than they are putting up uh, institutions like colleges or educational facilities or hospitals or uh, giving us, uh, you know, health care. I mean, all of these things, you know, I mean, you, you have that information. And I, I just wanted to not gloss over that because now you can use yeah. that, right, to, 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 to like mm -hmm. what you said, you know, wake up your people. And I mean, that, that was my mm -hmm. question is, I mean, do you think do you think that, that we're waking up? Or I definitely we think asleep? we're waking up. Again, it's it's baby steps, and I want to make a bigger steps, but I definitely think that we're waking up more. Uh, I hear in L.A. it's really, you know, with Chicano and whatnot, becoming more vastly popular, and I think it's the direction of our society as well in the country. Um, you know, we're taking a stance against, you know, colonialism, uh, you know, with just everything that's going on, you know, politically-wise, I definitely think we're taking the, the necessary steps to wake us up um, because we're calling, you know, the oppressors out on their bullshit. Sorry. Pardon my language. Um, That's okay, fine. Cool. And I, I never actually cause of my podcast, but, uh, but yeah, man, we're just calling people out on the, on their BS. And, um, I think that's going to become more noticeable as time goes on. But again, it takes a lot of people to move in the direction to get more of us, uh, into thinking this way, you know, waking people up. Um, and I think what Juan and I really, you know, it's funny because I, I say to myself, like our biggest obstacle is ourselves. Uh, the people that come into arguments with mm -hmm. us aren't white people. They aren't, you know, black people, they aren't Asians. It's our own people, you know? Um, and to be honest, I don't think I've ever, yeah, but it's, uh, you know, Ch fellow Chicanos or brothers and sisters that, that, that try to be the oppressor, you know? Um, or I don't know, man, on Facebook, you never know, man. Some of these profiles are suspect. <laughs> sure. Nine line, man. Somebody named uh, Jose Smose, mm -hmm. and I'm like, uh-uh. I, I have this feeling this dude is not who he says he is. I think I'm going <laughs> to kick him out the group. Yeah. Those, no, I... Like, uh, you know, you know how like uh, the oppressors, they all have like this vernacular. It's like, you know, well, um, you know, uh, that, you know, like, 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 like when, when, uh, when, when, when your partner, you know, makes fun of them with the same things that they say all the time, like, oh, you're, you're not really uh, Native American. You don't look Native American. <laughs> you know, like I love him when he yeah, one is funny, dude. But like, I mean, they say the same things and it's like, you know, I don't know, man, sometimes. Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying. We yeah. do have a lot of Hampton that be hating mm -hmm. on Hampton. That's 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 part yeah. of being Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> that, and to be very honest with you, I think it's a lot of the people that are indoctrinated into this um, 
mestizaje culture. Um, And when we're talking about like racism, you know, and like issues of like hate, you know, our own people hating each other, um, it's that they're grown up to think that way because they're taught that way either through school or through their family. Thank you. Again, like racism was much more open, I think, against indigenous people back then in like, you know, the 1900s. Uh, obviously 1800s. Um, so we have a lot of like grandparents, parents that are thought to be like, oh, Indio is bad or something like that. You don't want to look you know, dark skin. So they teach mm-hmm. their parents that. So the parents teach their kids that. Um, I can't tell you how many, you know, mm-hmm. many of our brothers and sisters, they tell me how their grandparents don't want them to look like darker skinned or whatnot from, from Mexico and from Central and South America. Mm-hmm. So I really think it's mm-hmm. taught down and like, to be open of my message and to praise, you know, having lighter skin, white skin, because you don't want to look dark or else no one's going to want to marry you or, you know, all these terrible things, you know? And again, I can't, I can't put that oh, much yeah. fault on the older generations for teaching them this. Cause like, I mean, you could say that, that it's just how they're taught from the media, from, you know, people higher up to think this way. But again, it is, you know, partially it is on them too, because they're teaching parents and, you know, continue you know it's just a a stream of like you know negativity and racism but you know i think things are changing um but again it's up to us uh for that to happen mm-hmm. um well that was that was the um i forget what they call that but that was the class structure that they mm-hmm. you know they had a chart and, um you know the creole the whatever yeah it was on the top um, the darker people were on the bottom and like, you know, the Mista, Mr. Mestizaje was kind of like in the middle. And then, you know, your, 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 your white folks that were born, uh, you know, in Mexico were um, under, but on top of everybody else, but they were under the actual Criollos. Uh, you know, the people that were actually yeah. from Spain, yeah, and Portugal, they lived over here at the top of the white people. So like it's the white people even had, a division amongst themselves, basically just saying, you know, the more closer to Europe you are, uh, the better. And the further you, uh, you know, go down that darkness scale. And I don't know what that 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 chart was. I forgot. It's like a, it's a it's a it's a class system, and um, that's that's how they mm-hmm. basically established who the 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 helper. Uh, you know, I don't know what they call them back then, the peasants or the, the workers or whatever, but that's Yeah, that's you got tough, it, man. man. Like that system still goes on today. You know, like I said, it's taught by like grandparents, like, you know, having lighter skin, like putting the people. That... But, you know, I don't know that they realize that they do it because I I have I, I have uh-huh. seen that. And um, not like they 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 go on this dissertation of sure. like what I just said, but they'll be like. I mijo, he's she's so pretty. Look at her. She's gonna she's gonna be beautiful, you know, like you know, it's like and then it's like the other one that looks darker. So yeah, I, okay. I know. You know it's what I mean? My friend. Oh. It's very Whoa. sad. Um and I, I blame colonialism oh. and our brothers and sisters who still aren't woken or try to turn against us. You know, it's funny that you bring about that system and because I was having an argument. <laughs> small like there's some disagreements with some guy who's very much pro mestizaje pro spaniard and i was like dude mm-hmm. like if we were living in the 14 1500s you know you'd be on a freaking encomienda and i i view encomiendas as slave plantations uh and you 
And I'm sure if you if you watched mm -hmm. our video, we talked about encomiendas and how like natives, indigenous people are thrown on these, and it's technically slavery and forced labor. Um, and it's funny because there's this guy who was saying like, I can hear my Spanish, and he's like native, you know, very much like us. And he's like, I can hear my, he said, yeah, I can hear my Spanish ancestors trying to talk to me and trying to like say, you know, words to me. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, they're telling you to get back on their encomiendas and, and get back to work on their, their plantation. That's what they're saying. I think there's a lot of people that are lost that believe that Mr. Zahe, like this pro, you know, what do they say? Viva Hispanidad and all this, you know, nonsense in my terms um, is good, but they realized that the, the system that was put in place was putting them below like white skinned people. Is that the system that you want to live in? Cause it's not the system that I want to live in and I'll fight tooth and nail against that system until the day, you know, I die. Um, mm -hmm. Because I'm not. For, hmm? yeah. Sorry. yeah. Yeah. No, no, I was yeah, just, I'm, I'm disagreeing with you. I'm just yeah, sorry. I was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was kept on going. No, no, no. I was, I, I'm not even trying to cut you off. Thanks, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying what you're saying. It's just, I'll, I'll yeah, be going like, you. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I forget. Uh, what, what do they call that? They, they call that like uh, that, that the, system. What, um, what is it? The oh gosh, the uh, I know what it's called. The caste system. Yeah. Caste yeah. system. That's what it is. That's yeah, the word the I was system. actually looking for. Uh, yeah, they, they, and I think that. Um, you know, as, as as you were saying, like we have this this self hate and um, you know, like um, this 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 desire. Uh, and I always I always go back to this one this one uh, quote that I think it was like Ruben Salazar used to say. It's like you know, uh, you know, being you know being uh, you know being a Chicano to me was basically I don't really identify myself as like you know uh, uh, you know um, a, a white person basically. I don't know what word to use, but he's just basically, it's, it's I have a self-identity uh, that does not reflect, uh, you know, being a uh, white person. I mean, that's, that's all I can remember. I don't know the exact quote, but you can go find it. And it basically means the same thing is he doesn't, he doesn't see himself that way is what he was saying. And I think that a lot of times with this, this, uh, this, this stuff we're talking about is, um, you know, we want to identify with, the oppressor, the colonizer, and that's that moves us into a uh, 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 segues us into this oppressive behavior of 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 becoming the oppressor. You want you you know that the oppressor is so bad, but you know you feel like you know that 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 top or that pinnacle. The closer you can get to being um, you know white or um, even a penun salit, whatever they call them, the peninsulars you know, the ones that were actually from the Europe and living over here, the closer you can get to that. So that's why people like to identify like, oh yeah, I have a great, great, great grandma from, we're from, mm -hmm. we're from Portugal. You're like, shut up. You don't even know that to be true, but people like to myth, uh, believe that tale uh, that you know, it's a common myth. You know, oh, we're, I think I had one of my cousins tell me one time, we're from the Canary Islands, and man, he's my cousin, bro. So I'm like, I'm like, cause I asked him, I said, bro, like, I don't know what he was talking about when one night we we're drinking and getting drunk, and um, he was talking about what did he say? He said that's because that's because the Aztecs, and it's like the way that he was saying it, I knew he was hating. He he was saying that's because the Aztecs lost because of blah blah blah, and it was like his 
his vehement behavior mm-hmm. when he was when he was saying it. I could tell he was, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't even listen to what he said, but I just said, hey, hey, bro. So, you, I mean, do you do you do you think that you're white? I mean, are you? Let me ask you this: Are you white? Because that's basically what I could tell when he was um, dividing the Native American part, mm-hmm. like with the hatred that he was saying. It's like I said, so do you think you're white? You know, and he's like, I don't think I'm white. I'm, I'm, we're from the Canary. I'm, I'm like, dude, like, I mean, but you're basically saying like you're a, you're a, you're a European in some form or fashion. You know that, right? Because I mean, this Hispanic or Latino or whatever you're pointing out, it's, 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 yeah. they come from somewhere and they don't, they don't come from the Americas. You know what I'm saying? I'm not hating. I'm just asking you as my family member, I mean, are we now saying that we're European? Because I've never, you know, my parents didn't teach me that, you know what I mean? My grandparents didn't teach me, uh, you know, that. I mean, I know we have our flaws and everything like that, but, you know, I don't, I, you know, I've never been taught to say, hey, mijo, you're, you're this or you're that. So, like, this, um, this, this oppressive, um, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it's kind of like we, we, become, yeah. we become the oppressors, right? I mean, this is something that I was asking you. Do you think that that's true? That like you sure. know we're kind of hard on ourselves. Definitely. We, we um, again, it really a, a big part component to that is like the society that we grow up in and whatnot. You know, like if we live in like very much you know white communities, conservative areas in particular, um, then I think you'll have a we're our brothers and sisters. I mean, if they live in these areas, and I think they might think that way more than compared to like a Chicano growing up in L.A., you know, New York, you know, bigger cities. Um, you know, being more like open-minded towards these things, uh, where if you're from like a small town, you you most than like more than likely will think a certain way, um, and that way might not be what we're thinking. You know, um, and again, it's like the media that they're fed. You know, you t- there's a lot of um, you know, very much like uh, pro like white conservative. Well, I think a lot of <laughs> I think YouTube's starting to delete some of it, but you know, you got people watching Fox News. Yeah, conservative podcasts. You've got these pro-Western, you know, ideals, and I think a lot of our brothers and sisters are kind of, unfortunately, have that ingrained. Uh, is that is that is that is that a form of the you could say so. syndrome? Yeah. Um, What's the difference? What's between the difference? Stockholm syndrome and the being an, an oppressor? You mean? Yeah. 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 Like being one of us, like when I was saying that, like, you know, do we become, do we become our own oppressors? You know, like when you were saying like, we're our, our worst enemy earlier. Yeah. When we become, That's what you said, right? Yeah. I think that like with when we become our worst enemy, it really depends on like where we, we grow up. Like, again, like parents that teach us this, that we're grown up to like think a certain way, you know, like we, because the way the way that I understand the Stockholm syndrome is basically you you empathize you empathize mm-hmm. your your oppressor as you empathize your oppressor uh, you you actually become yeah. uh, the oppressor in the you see your surroundings mm-hmm. in the world so like if for example um, I'll give you an example that happened to me uh, just recently this week. Um, I, I I saw, uh, or I asked this question. I asked a lot of, a lot of people questions, and, and the question was about colonialism, 
And, um, you know, a lot of people started answering it. Now, I just wanted a little bit of perspective on, on people's thoughts. And this one person said, um, yeah, yeah, colonialism is positive. If, if, if you look at it from the, from the point of view that, you know, the, 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 the Aztecs were these human sacrificers. And I was like, I, I didn't ask about oh, human sacrifice. <laughs> you know, I really didn't. But came and uh, spend the the dynamic into this fucking whirlwind of comments uh, before, after, and everybody started reading it, and it it really was um, this 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 is what I'm saying uh, when I talk about that that syndrome, that Stockholm syndrome. That person somehow, and I'm thinking the institutionalized uh, hegemony. In her mind or his mind or whatever that thing is, that person said about, um, you know, they, they were trying to empathize, like saying that, like, yes, genocide is OK. Killing 100 million people is OK, because that's really what colonialism is. Right. It's imperialism uh, through this, uh, you know, uh, forced, uh, you know, uh, institutions like so now. We bring over the Christianity because that's the first thing they did is they taught them their religion was wrong, uh, you know, through this human sacrifice because they always parallel the two. They always parallel, you know, the human sacrifice was their religion. And that's why we need to basically dispossess them and take over and show them the right way, which is Jesus Christ or Roman Catholics or whatever we're teaching in the missions, the boarding schools and that all, you know, like and I'm not banging on. Religion, I'm just saying, if that's what they're saying, that's what they're saying is we need to codify these people. We need to kill the Indian, save the man. Sure. And the only way we can do that is by giving them the Bible. And um, anybody that does not want to take that last name, surname of Garcia, Gonzalez, Lopez, whatever, then um, if you are not born again, and that's one of the very important things that Christians always ask you. The first thing they ask you, are you born again? Because that was the Inquisition. Are you born again, Indian? And if that Indian said no, then that's when he got persecuted. Or that's when he got put up on that, that stake. Okay, so you're going to be born again, or we're going to burn you. And we're going to let everybody see what, 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 what somebody that does not get born again is going to go through. And, um, you know, I hate to get, 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 get really crazy with it, but I'm telling you, this person actually did exactly what I said. She tried to demonize our gente based on human sacrifice. And that's not anything that I asked that person. I said, was colonialism ever positive? And that person wow. did say yes. And the, the way they said yes was exactly what I said. They said that, yes, it was for the sake of Christianity or, uh, you know, the, the the human sacrifice, which is normally a parallel. They're normally um, Bible thumpers in some form or fashion. And again, I'm not saying that, you know, sure. your spirituality can be anything you want, but in history of the, the history, if you look in the credit history of the Catholicism that happened in Mexico, or the Catholicism that is now happening in Central America, South America, all of those places, like even recently, like with uh, you know the coup that happened in Bolivia, that was the first thing yep. that that lady I know exactly that what you're knew. Saying. They tried to her look 
Yeah, they tried to make her look like she was gente because it was, and this is how sneaky this imperialism is. They will put in a puppet after they overthrow your government and they will, they knew it was a, it was an indigenous president. So what did they do? They went and got another person that, that, that was indigenous, but she was simply a puppet. She was doing everything they told her to do. She was not doing it on her own. She was backed by them and she came in. The first thing she did is she put it down that, you know, we are going to be a religious and cause I mean, maybe people feel like I'm, I won't even, cause I, I, that's all she had, man. She had the Bible in her hand. She said, this is, this is what this country is going to be now. You know, this, this Indian, this Native American, this Bolivian thing that y'all are doing, we don't like it. And she said, this is, this is the new regime and here's the Bible and I'm going to take over. And um, really, I mean, it, all it was, was they were trying to just basically steal the resources uh, for um, Tesla all these battery makers mm-hmm. for the new cars, these self-driving cars, uh, that because uh, the biggest resource that uh, Bolivia has, mm-hmm. you know what it is, right? It's lithium. Um, they have all these salt flats. It makes it one of like the the biggest lithium. Um, it, it 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 has like one of the largest um, things of lithium in the world. You know, one of the largest reserves in the world. It's like. The whatever yeah. the the Middle East is to oil, huh, uh, Bolivia is like that for the batteries for these cars, mm-hmm. and you know the future is in these cars. So they basically um, the the Evo Morales was about to um, it was about to uh, nationalize that lithium and make it go into the uh, economy, you know, for schools and healthcare and water and all the things that the like you said. The, the 80, 90 percent of the population that's Indian, they were going to get all that. But all the European imperialists, Criollo, Criollos, Penunasarlas and all that, uh, you know, the ones that are shaking hands and, uh, you know, bumping elbows with the imperialism of the United States, they put it there to go ahead and dispossess those those and those Bolivians. Know, it's always funny to me how the Criollos, I'm gonna guess they make up ten percent of the population of Bolivia, if not maybe probably less. So I, I don't understand why the natives yeah, like our indigenous brothers and sisters don't rise up and we take charge because I why are we listening to ten percent? I mean like sure, like the Criollos have money. That's true. They do and political power. But do they realize that they make up only a small percentage of the like the majority population? Like if we wanted to like all like unify and team up. It's the bro, it's the same yeah. thing for the whole Western hemisphere. If you did the math with the way that they cut it up, the way that they gerrymander, the way that they change districts, the way that they uh, you know, uh, you know, put the the money into the TV, the way that they put the money into the radio. I mean, look at all these new rap. Okay, mm. here's a good example. Look at the new rappers of today. These rappers today are nothing like the rappers of the '90s. I mean, I'm talking about in the '90s. These rappers were waking up and they were starting to talk about yeah. some real political shit. Now, now, what are they talking about? You know, they looking like they're they look they look they they do they do not look masculine. They look like the opposite. And I mean, I'm telling you, they are not woke at all. They're actually, they have been dumbed down and watered down like on a totally on different level. I mean, well, as a, I was just a kid in the I'm 90s, done. so I didn't, mm-hmm. a younger kid, so I didn't really look at rappers that much. But I think of the few that I understand, I can, I can relate to what you're saying. 
Well, I, that's, I think I saw a meme the other day. It was talking about this. Uh, they said Nas in the 90s, because uh, Nas was actually pretty, 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 you know, pretty dope back in the 90s. He still is uh, relevant today. But then they were showing this uh, Nas of today. And uh, there's a guy, I think he took his name. He's called like Little Nas X. And um, you know how they dress now? They 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 yeah. look real like it, it tight pants and you know, <laughs> fluffy fluffy stuff and pink and you know, you know girl 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 hairdos and you know you know tattoos all over their yeah. face or something that just makes them look I mean really weird you know on top of all the other fluffy pink mm-hmm. and tight stuff that you know what I mean it's just it's it's kind of it's totally different from you know, because you look at this one and this one looks really feminine and, you know, you could just kind of put them with your, you know, you're not going to do much. It doesn't look like, and the stuff they're talking about is just getting, I don't know, getting drugged up or getting drunk all the time. I mean, you know, we caught him on the street and you probably wouldn't even have to do nothing if he's all messed up like that. He ain't got no brain. He can't think. These other guys in the 90s, I mean, like, you look at Nas, you, I mean, you look yeah. at Pac, you look at, like, you know, Public Enemy, these EPMDs, I mean, they were talking about like, hey man, this government is fucked up and we need to take over some shit, like what mm-hmm. you're talking about. Like, and I think that that's scary, you know, for the people in power. And so they use their they use their money uh to um, you know, that's all they got, you know, to um shut down those mediums, yeah. shut down those messages, shut down people uh that are uh listening to that. And you know, now they're like, yeah, I'm a, I bling bling. I just get drunk, you know. I got, I got all these drugs, and uh, you know, I'm going to get party and sex, party and sex, party and sex. Yeah, that's that's the new message, you know. As opposed, to, it was like, you know, fuck the police, and um, you know, this government is messed up. You know, I mean, there was a lot of rappers that were like, you know, waking people. I mean, hell, Tupac's mom was a Black Panther. You don't think that guy had a message? He always had, like, I mean, in, in in his album, he always had at least one or a few songs that were about some serious political uh, dialectic. And even though it was rap, it was poetry, and it seeped into the minds of people in a way that showed you that this guy really was thinking about, um, you know, that political essence of his mother being a Black Panther. Some, your parents teach you a lot. And that's why it's important to have, like me and you, this dialectic, people are listening. People are listening. And they're like saying like, man, you know what? Uh, you know, we do need political power. And that type of energy, that type of synergy, that type of uh, momentum is what wakens people. I mean, that's mm-hmm. look at Malcolm X, look at Martin Luther King. Those people do not live to be full uh, aged. Somebody killed them, and somebody killed them because they were scared. waking yeah. people up. It, it's it, it's a, it's a it scary thing. Yeah. Oh, I just people, I man. love listening to Malcolm X's videos. Like he really <laughs> tried to dismantle like the the liberal like system as well. And uh, if you listen to like a lot of his videos about you know uh, white Americans and how that that their left wing you know liberal system isn't working. For you know, African Americans, black people. Um, so he was like going all out, and I, I could listen to him a lot. You know, he had a very, and his voice is pretty soothing too. But uh, yeah, man, uh, it's funny that you brought up Tupac, Tupac, because 
you know, his mother was even aware of that name because that's an indigenous uh, Peruvian name of a rebellious leader against the Spanish uh, colonizers back in the 1500s. Tell me, Inca. Go ahead. Let it. Let it. Let it. Tell us that now that we got the Inca side of you coming out. Amaru. Tell us yeah, who this man. Tupac so when the Spanish Umar, were taking over, really uh, you know, my my homeland. Um, there was a rebellious leader. His name of Tupac Amaru, and he tried to. He was almost, I think, somewhat successful in in in, in opposing the Spanish Empire. But here's the thing, man. Like the Spanish, it wasn't them. Like they're not like they're not superhuman or anything. They had a lot of you know, native people that were working for for them, you know, like from they brought over from Mexico. I'm sure they had Clutch mm-hmm. Collins and other, you know, Pure Pecha, like uh, tribal members that were that were working for them. And they, they, they put that power in place um, to eventually, and, you know, they had certain weapons, too, but that doesn't be it's not a huge difference. But uh, going back to Tupac, like he, he did his best to rebel against the Spanish Empire you know, but unfortunately he, he was caught and you know, executed, but he was like the last you know stronghold before the empire fell. So I think that really resonated with Tupac's mom, you know, against, you know, mm-hmm. some indigenous person going against Western society, particularly, you know, Spanish, uh, Spanish empire. And he, he, he fought tooth and nail to go against them. And I think that resonated with her for giving her son the name of Tupac, um so that's pretty cool um i'm really big Hmm. you know killer killer mike um did some uh political they i don't know they 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 had a they had a they had a uh they had a couple of people on there and um they had that one uh well basically this big old guy named killer mike and he was on tv you know it was all over youtube but he made this statement. I mean, he did a really big, long uh, speech that was really powerful, man, um, it was for the black community. But, you know, I was sitting there listening to it. And I, I admired it because he said the same thing is their problem is our problem, too. We're not outnumbered. Mm-hmm. We're out organized. You know, there because there's, you know, black people, I think, make up what 50 percent of the population. You know, if we were to look at like you know our makeup, you know ours is actually uh, bigger than that. Uh, but like if we sat there and said, okay, we're twenty, they're fifteen, you know, now we're thirty-five, and our age difference uh, demographically, um, you know, we're younger. <laughs> or you know, the 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 majority is actually older. You know, they're dying. You know, they're not having as many babies as uh, you know us and and in the blacks. Uh, you know, we're having like, you know, 30, 40, 60 percent uh, more babies. So that is scary, uh, you know, to them. But I think that, you know, once we if we, uh, you know, stop killing each other or stopping each other or fighting each other or fighting for the majority that is the majority right now, but not really the majority in the Western Hemisphere. If we were all to consolidate our power. Oh, Bolivia would be done. Yeah, I man, think because would be you know done. we're in the United States, we have to play our cards uh, to get even you know support that aren't people that aren't native, you know. But obviously, you know it because you know we're, we're still you know, minority parts of minority population. But yeah, if you talk about Bolivia, Guatemala, Peru, like if people thought like you and I would already be done and over with, the Criollos would either like 
they'd be getting on boats going back to their ancestral homeland in, in Spain or who knows. But um, and it's unfortunate. That's a I really liked what you said. Like we're not outgunned, we're not outmanned. It's just we're out organized. I think that's what you said. And um, I think a lot of people in, in Bolivia and Peru are still indoctrinated to think a certain way that the Criollo, the people in, in power, want them to think. Um, and that's you know obviously very divisive um, because here's the thing: like if you look at the governments that make up a lot of these countries, they aren't uh, you know our people. They're you know the Criollos that run it. Um, so here's what I a family member you know 